0: listening
5: to Fox Sports Radio. 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 All right, everybody. Good evening as we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, are you ready to roll? Are you ready to roll? What a great Saturday night. Great night to be on the air. And let me tell you how to get into the show. If you want to send me a tweet, I should be getting tweets tonight. I should get a, I should be getting apology tweets. That, that, that hashtag, no longer the kiss of death. You want to send me, I should be getting tweets tonight. Like I'm giving away hundred dollar bills to the masses and pieces of gold. That and I'm like I'm a rock star. That's how many tweets I should be getting. Stinking genius one. S T I N K I M, Genius. G E N I U S and the number one. But if that's not good enough for you, if you're like no 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 no. Not tonight. Tonight, I've got to do it the old-fashioned way. i got to pick up the phone. I've got to speak to this knucklehead. Real simple, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369 if you want to get in. Coming up in about 20 minutes. It's like at 20 past the hour. Kurt Heelan stops on by. We'll get into the NBA. Lead NBA writer, managing editor at Pro Basketball Talk. We'll talk to him a little bit. Vegas runner is always at hour number two. DeSega will stop on by. You'll get my picks. So what are you waiting for? Get on in eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I want to start off. Raider Ryan, do you want you want to apologize okay. to me? Oh, you know what? I will apologize
2: if you stop calling me Raider Ryan because that's not my name. No, I. but I, I, I could call you
5: bad names. It shouldn't make a difference after what I did. You do every time off the air. All the time you it's, call me bad names. And, and look, let's face it. I called it right. I said the Eagles were going to win. I had them winning by three. I was okay. pretty much close. Almost nailed the score exactly on, on the mark there. They won by eight. But my kiss of death almost worked against me. The, the, the Patriots came back, took the lead. I thought they were going to pull it off there for a second.
2: Look. Okay, for one night, divine intervention took place, and you were correct. But you're still the kiss of death because, you know what, just because you make one bridge doesn't make you, uh, I don't know, a carpenter or whatever. I
5: don't know. Could you imagine had I gotten that one wrong, I would have had to quit my job. I, I, would have, I would have just said, I'm not coming in. I've, I've had, and by the way, Eagle fans, congratulations. Enjoy the championship. Now, haul ass, get the hell out of here. I'm tired of them. I don't want <laughs> I to don't, I don't see you eating feces. I'm tired of watching you <laughs> climbing poles and destroying your city and acting like a bunch of fools. I'm done with you. Look, the only reason I was rooting for the Eagles to begin with is, is because I hate the Patriots for crying out loud. And, and now that the Eagles won, I'm done with you. You understand that? I mean, come on now. I I never liked you guys to begin with. Enjoy your championship. I never want to see you in the Super Bowl again. I mean, I only liked it because Nick Foles was winning it, and he went to the University of Arizona. So I certainly enjoyed that whole thing. But congratulations to the Eagles. I'm glad the Patriots lost. I got to tell you, can you believe the success? And I heard uh, Brian Know and Rob Parker talking about Belichick and Brady and the greatest of all time and stuff like that. Look, just to sum it up, I mean, Brady did everything he could but catch the ball, obviously. You saw what he tried to do there. But for 500 yards, he's pretty much doing it without any offensive uh, running game. I mean, you know, oh, what about Deion Lewis? Man, if you have five running backs, and I've always said this, if you've got five running backs, you don't have one running back. How Brady's able to take the team to the Super Bowl, and I'll tell you why part of it is, and I've always said this, when you play in the AFC East, I don't know, that was like playing in the Whack back in the days. It's such an easy conference or or such an easy division that you know they're going to win it all the time. I don't know if there's an easier division in all the sports than the AFC East has been uh, since 2000. So like the last 15 to 18 years, I don't know if there's been an easier division. Then the AFC East, and that goes for any sport out there. So I, I certainly think uh, that was one of the big reasons Tom Brady has had success in going to the Super Bowl. I mean, granted, yes, he is the greatest of all time, and it pains me to say that. I feel like taking a pen. No, I do. I feel like taking a pen and jabbing it in my eyeball as I'm saying that because it just pains me. I, I, I feel like putting acid on my tongue or, or hydrochloric acid on my face He's when not I the greatest that. of all time, Arnie. Calm down. By the way, you know, hydrochloric acid leaves like a brown mark on your face, I think. So does eating feces. No, I'm, I'm serious. It does. I, because one time we sprayed uh, sprayed hydrochloric acid at a friend of ours, and it started eating away his face and left a, a, a stain on him. But that, that's we were only in junior high there. All right, so anyway, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, he is the greatest of all time. Like I said, it does pay me to say that. But if you want to comment on that... What, what, why do you keep hitting the buzzer? You can't understand. be the
2: greatest of all time if you lose to Nick Foles.
5: Yeah, that that, that is a, a little painful. You know, and had they not beat Seattle, he'd be 4-4 four and four in Super Bowls, and we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We'd be definitely saying it's Joe Montana. We'd be putting uh, a, a Tom Brady uh, on the back burner. Yeah, that it, is for true. sure. And if, if Tom Brady wasn't cheating, you know, he'd probably have no Super Bowls. All right, so like I said, stinking jo- wow! Stop it! You know, I was just gonna—I wasn't even paying attention to what you had to say, and then I—I I, I caught a little bit, and I'm like, "Come on!" I mean, stop it! All right, I want to get—and again, comment on that. The tweets are already coming in. at stinking genius. One S T I N K I N genius G N I G N I U uh, S and the number one. I know how to spell. Uh, I want to get to the first story. Uh, And I, you know, I saw this a couple of days ago, Shawnee Davis, of course, the USA uh, skater, very upset that he didn't get to carry the flag in for the opening ceremonies uh, for the United States of America, sent out a tweet that says, I'm an American. And when I won the thousand meter in 2010, I became the first American to two-peat in that event. Team USA dishonorably tossed a coin to decide the 2018 flag bearer. No problem. I can wait until 2022. And, of course, uh, Davis decided not to show up at the opening ceremonies. Now, in his defense, I will say this, in his defense, uh, there was reports that maybe he wasn't going to go to the opening ceremonies anyway because it was conflicting with his workout. When he found out that there was a possibility he was going to be the flag bearer, he decided that he was going to go to the opening ceremonies but when the vote was 4 to 4 on who the flag bearer was going to be they did flip a coin which is really the protocol they do that that's that is the protocol they flipped the coin and well he didn't win it came up Aaron Hamlin so she is the luge veteran she was the one that got to carry the US flag in the opening ceremony so my opening thoughts is this and I, and I love, I love Davis. I, I think he's a great athlete. That's beside the point. I am so sick of athletes, and whether it's in the Olympics or even in the professional events or even, even in college, do you understand it's about the name on the front? It's about Team USA, okay? It's about representing the country in a dignified uh, manner, and it's not being about me, 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 me first. You're talking about a flag bearer. Now, granted, it is quite an honor to be the flag bearer, but to go to Twitter and put that out there and say it was dishonorable for Team USA to flip a coin, that has always been the process. There's nothing dishonorable there. And I understand that you're upset, but would you have said it was dishonorable had you won the coin flip? No, you wouldn't have said squat. I am, this, see, this is what's wrong with the modern athletes. They don't care what it says on the front of their shirt. It's just about me, 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 me. All right? It's all about me. I mean, take a look what's going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron. All right? Me, 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 me. I can't win a championship with these guys. Trade them all. Give me another five or six. Me, 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 me. That's why the Golden State Warriors are so damn good, because it's about team. It's about the name on the front of the jerseys. They're very unselfish. Very unselfish team. That's why, and of course they're a good team, but that's why they win so often. Because they're unselfish. Nowadays, athletes, and you can go any team, football, baseball, basketball, it, it's about, hey, I want to get mine. I want to get my max contract. I want to get as much, And by, even when you get as much money as you get, even when you get the big contract, the five-year, six-year, $125, 150000000 million, even when you get the max contract, You still act like a cancer. You still say, hey, I got to get my shots. Hey, I got to get this. I got to get that. I'm threatening to leave. Do this. Do that. It's so disgusting. And I got to tell you something. I'm embarrassed for Davis. I really am. I thought he was out of line. You don't do something like that. You just say, okay, I'm not the flag bearer. I wish I could be at the opening ceremonies. He probably should have gone to the opening ceremonies anyway but you say congratulations to Aaron Hamlin, and you worry about your event. You don't act like a spoiled brat calling Team USA dishonorable. You don't do something like that. Again, it's about the name on the front. That's what the Olympics are for, Team USA, not Team Davis. Support your fellow athletes. Support your fellow Olympians. And when you see a fellow Olympian crying, and and complaining about not being the flag bearer and i maybe none of you really even care about this maybe you don't even really care because it's the olympics and you're not even really paying attention but like i said when you're supposed to represent the united states of america and you put out a tweet like that because you're not the flag bearer i i you know i'm i'm embarrassed for you and i think it's disgusting you know i want you to win i'm going to be rooting for you i wish you didn't pull that out i wish you didn't do anything like that But what can you do? You can't take that back anyway. So best of luck. But I thought it was being selfish. I thought it was being babyish. I I thought it was really uncalled for. And you really should have apologized to everybody. But there you go. That's what you get with athletes nowadays. My endorsements, my max contracts, show me this, show me that. I want the spotlight. And granted, we're watching. The whole world is watching. So you don't need to do something like that. You don't need to take the Twitter and say, oh, Team USA, uh, dishonorable, because they flipped a coin. Dishonorable? By the way, that was, that's a pretty harsh word for Team USA, dishonorable. I don't know. If, if, if my boss said, you know what, Arnie, we feel like you're dishonorable. We're going to fire you. I don't know. I, I can handle being fired, but calling me dishonorable? I, I, I may sue. I mean, Really? Call the Team USA dishonorable, or the way the process was bothers the heck out of me, and I'm kind of curious where you guys stand on that. So, like I said, Stinking Genius One S T I N K I N Genius G E N I U S and the number one. If you want to go ahead and get in, or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. I got so much more I want to get to. I want to get to the stories about what happened uh, out here in Boston. Uh, with a radio host and a writer. Kurt Heelan's going to go ahead and stop on by next, though. Uh, We'll talk to him. He's lead NBA writer, managing editor, Pro Basketball Talk. Make sense of all these trades. Who really got the best of it? Isaiah Thomas going off in Los Angeles. So we'll talk to Kurt Heelan. Coming up next, I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more. On car insurance. Good evening, everyone. Arnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. We go right out to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, he is the lead NBA writer, managing editor at Pro Basketball Talk. You could tweet him at Basketball Talk. It's Kurt Heelan. Kurt, uh, now that we've digested this all, you still think uh, what was your initial reaction when you saw all the trades that Cleveland come out on top, or you started to maybe change your mind a little bit? Look.
1: I don't know how much better they got. I think they got a little better. They, 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 their defense can't be worse, Arnie. Like, yeah. They, their defense had become oh. just traffic cones. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're going to try on defense. I think they got obviously younger. They obviously got a little more athletic. So, a little longer, their shooting got a little better. I don't know if they got dramatically better. I'm not yet. I have to see this functioning for a while before I'm willing to put them in Boston or Toronto's level. Right. But they had to do it, didn't they? I mean, that was oh. ultimately my thought about this, which was they weren't going anywhere, and LeBron was scouting new locations. This, it gives them a chance. I don't know how big a chance, but they had to do something. This, this team was dreadful.
5: Is this a silly question. Is this LeBron's trades, or is Kobe Altman the one saying, all right, this is what we've got? Do you guys want to pull the trigger on this? No, I think this was
1: Altman, and obviously with some Dan
5: Gilbert blessing, he was,
1: he was hand, hands in there, but this was Altman's move because LeBron wasn't going to trade Wade. It was the right thing to do once they realized his minutes were going to get squeezed to send him, send him home, let him retire where he belongs in a kind of a classy way. But look, Isaiah Thomas was bad. Jake Crowder might be the most disappointing player in the NBA this year. They needed to move on from a lot of those guys just to change things up. This was, look, it's a bold stroke. This is a better move than trading you know, Channing Frye and Tristan Thompson and whatever to get DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan doesn't change the game enough. I don't know if this team does now, yeah. but they're better. We'll see. No. I mean, I'm curious. You know, it's going to take a couple of weeks to see what it looks like, really. But I'm curious, like, once we get past the all-star break by a couple of weeks,
5: I'm curious what this team looks like. No, I I totally agree, Kurt. Let me ask you about about Kobe Altman real quick. Does he do a lot? Of, do you guys talk to him a lot? I don't see him in the press a lot. I'm just wondering. Does he, does he take oh. the front and center or not really? I, not as much as
1: you would think. Like he's, I, look, he's he's not the leak in that organization, and it's pretty leaky.
2: Right. Um, he's
1: not usually where that news comes from. Um, but I I think he's a little more quiet, a little more reserved. But I think that's true of some GMs. Like look. Utah has got a, done a brilliant job in a great front office. They just don't talk much. Like there's certain organizations that uh, the Spurs don't talk much, and other organizations are just leakier, and that's just kind of the way it is. So yeah. I, it just kind of depends on who's in the front
5: office and the culture there. Uh, the funny part is, I've had him on my show three times locally in Burlington, Vermont, because he went to Middlebury College and he loves Vermont. Did he really? Yes. Did he really? Yes.
1: <laughs> Did wait, didn't didn't he play some D two or D yeah? Like yes, yeah.
5: he played. He played at, at Middlebury College D three. But yeah. but the, but the funny the funny part about the whole thing is, every time he comes on, we have him on for like eighteen minutes. He, he spends fifteen minutes talking about Middlebury College. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, you know, it's funny how many guys. That are, you know, yeah, there's the Danny Angels of the world or whatever. Yeah. But uh, Greg Popovich got his start at uh, Pomona College in, <gasps> you know, Clement, yeah. NIAI NIA. There's a lot of guys who work their way up just with hard work and being smart out of small colleges, man, who no, love the I, game and they just yeah. didn't have the skill to go
5: higher. No, you're right on that. Let me ask you about Isaiah. I mean, right off the bat, he's having a good game for the Lakers. I think he had 21 last checkup. I think it's a good pickup for the Lakers, but more important, they clear a lot of cap for, what, 2018, 2019. I guess they clear a gazillion dollars so they can get anybody in. I guess LeBron on the waiting or whatever they want to do.
1: Yeah, I don't know if LeBron's going to go. I mean, because LeBron's in such a win-now mode, right? I mean, look, his window's short. I mean, as great as he is right now, as much as he's, defying father time he's still 33 with you know look he's played more minutes than jordan like the the clock is ticking if he even if he and paul george go there and they've got lonzo ball and brandon ingram and kyle kuzman everything what are they still the best the third best team maybe the fourth best team in the in the in the west so i don't know that 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 he's going to you know maybe paul george does i'd be surprised if lebron does but I think the Lakers put them—I think they did great. They put themselves in position over the next couple of summers to really chase guys. And, you know, they got a first-round pick out of it. They can keep adding to the core. So I I think they did really well out of this. I'm just not sure they can land LeBron.
5: What do you think of the Celtics, especially if they get back Hayward uh, for the playoffs? I don't know how much he's going to help, but if it's a guy that's going to give you like 10 to 15 minutes, that's like making a big pickup at the trade deadline and not giving up anything yeah. for something like that. Yeah, they're going to be cautious
1: with him just because their they're organization is so wisely focused on the long term. They're like, hey, if we don't get it this year, we're still we're still the team to beat for like three years after that. Like, they, you know, they're going to add him in eventually. But even without him, I think they've got a chance. I mean, we'll see what, like I said, we'll see what Cleveland looks like. But right now, Boston and Toronto are the two best teams in the East. Yeah. And if you got a shot, you get to the finals with that team – even though you're going to get smacked around by Golden
5: State or Houston, <laughs> you
1: that's a step forward, man. That's a yeah. big step forward.
5: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to ask you about Blake going over to Detroit. Um, boy, did he seem really uh, focused, in the game against the Clippers. Uh, you could tell he's yeah. on uh, just on edge about that. And I don't know if he's happy or unhappy. I can never read his body language. He always looks unhappy. But what did you think about him going to Detroit? And the Clippers, weren't they going to keep him forever just like a couple of months ago?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that, it's funny because fans get so frustrated. Like,
5: I can't believe that the, we'll use LeBron
1: as the easy example here, or Kevin Durant. He said he loved it here. I can't believe he'd leave us. He was not loyal to us. Teams are not loyal to players, man. Like, they're just not. The loyalty thing is, is just do, doesn't exist in the NBA or any professionals, football, baseball, doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, this loyalty is about money. So, um, you know, I, I we'll see. We'll see how it goes, but it, it's, it's, I don't really have a big problem you know, right. with it.
5: Let me ask you about Derrick Rose. When I bring up his name, what do you think? Do you think of a guy that just never reached potential, a bust? What do you think of Derrick Rose?
1: Uh, I, it's too bad about the injuries. Yeah. It, you know, it really is because, I mean, MVP Derrick Rose, and we can debate whether he should have won the MVP, but MVP level Derrick Rose was fantastic, wasn't he? Right. Like, that guy was so dynamic, so athletic, so much fun to watch. He got robbed of that ten or fifteen, maybe more, but got robbed of enough of that with with his with the injuries to his knee over the years and, the, and and coming back, and he never developed the craft of the game to go with it. Right? I mean, like he was all athleticism and no craft, but like a lot of veterans over time, the craft kind of starts to come up and come up and make make way. You know, Jason Kidd's of the world. By the time Jason the Jason Kidd by the end was all craft and no athleticism where he was so athletic when he came into the league. There was none with, with Rose and it's just kinda hard to watch now, you know. Minnesota might pick him up. Um, maybe he goes to Washington as a backup point guard. He can still get if you run him in a lot of pick and rolls and let him do his thing, he can get you a few inefficient points a night. But he's just not the same guy, and I don't know how much longer he is for the league. It's kind of hard to watch.
5: Yeah, Kurt, who you keep an eye on for the remaining of the season? Who's coming in under the radar that we're not? I mean, Minnesota's ten over five hundred, but who's coming in under the radar that we're not paying attention to?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Out east, I mean, sometimes I want to think Washington—they're so inconsistent—but they've got oh. such nice pieces. I'm curious what Milwaukee ends up looking like. I'll tell you, the team out west that would scare me. Like I think Denver's starting to figure it out, man. Ooh. Like I Denver, you know, with Jokic, Jamal Murray's really stepping up. Uh, Will Barton is a borderline like should be on consideration for the back half of the Sixth Man of the Year ballot. Like they've got some really nice pieces. They're playing a little better lately. That's a team that's a tougher matchup than people realize. I don't know that they're getting out of the first round. But they're a tougher matchup than people realize, and they're a little bit dangerous.
5: Best of seven, Golden State and Rockets go seven and flip a coin for game seven, or, or is still Golden State's uh, uh, the uh, thing to win here? Yeah, it's still Golden State. I, I think it goes six, maybe.
1: But, you know, you get into the playoffs right now, like, it's, you know, the NBA – in the, playoff, in, in the regular season, you don't game plan that much. You don't change who you are that much night to night. You tweak a little bit, but right. you get to the playoffs, and it's like an NFL game or an NFL playoff game. Where we're like, we've got a week to game plan this, and we're going to fit you know, this lineup with this matchup and this rotation, and we're going to do all this to, to create these mismatches and opportunities. Golden State is not only deep with talent, because Houston is too, but they're so flexible. They can come at you so many different ways because of that flexibility to exploit whatever your weakness is. I don't know that Houston has that. I just, no. you know, we'll see what happens to James Harden in the playoffs. We'll see what happens to Clint Capella in the playoffs. I'm not convinced they have the versatility to hang with Golden State, but they're the one team with a puncher's chance. If Golden what? State's healthy, if they, if Golden State's healthy, you can start playing the parade. Frankly, but they're the one team with a puncher's chance.
5: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. He's Kurt Heelan, lead NBA writer, managing editor, Pro Basketball Talk. You can tweet him at Basketball Talk. Kurt, always appreciate it. If I ever hear anything from Colby Altman again, I'll certainly give you a call. Okay, buddy? <laughs> yeah, please do, man. That,
1: that killed, man. that guy killed it, man. That guy killed it. Everybody was saying, going to this, oh, my gosh, they're overmatched, and it's all this. All, they were so much crap about the, the, the front office of that club going into the trade deadline, and they killed it.
5: Yep, yep. Appreciate it. Kurt, thanks a lot, buddy. We'll definitely do it again. Kurt Healin, everybody. Uh of course, uh love having him on. It gives you the best basketball scoops and stuff like that. Uh you could check him out. He's the lead NBA writer, managing editor Pro Basketball Talk. You could tweet him at Basketball Talk. Yeah. You know, when I saw that, I'm like, hey, the Lakers came out smelling like a rose, though. They get Isaiah Thomas, who was killing it in his first game. Uh, they get the clear some caps for, what, 2018 and 2019. So, I mean, if you're a Laker fan, you're feeling pretty damn good about the way the situation's looking right now. So I appreciate Kurt Heelan, uh stopping on by. Tell you what I want to do coming up next. I got a little bit I want to get into what's going on here in the Boston area with one host suspended, one writer suspended, uh, one has to do with Tom Brady's agent. Well, actually, both of them have to do with Tom Brady's agent. But first of all, check it with the Sager. See how my Arizona Wildcats are doing. Every time I'm on to Sager, Arizona <laughs> plays. What is up with that?
6: You know, Arizona State beat UCLA after Arizona falls at home to UCLA. This we're not week. even
5: in the top 25 anymore.
6: Arizona's 13th for a couple
5: of more days
6: and a chance to go to 10 and three in conference. They are winning a close one at home against USC. About 13 minutes to go. Wildcats 48 45. Oh, we're um, up by 10 on the West Coast. This is the focus, though. The West Coast Conference. Number 11 ranked St. Mary's getting killed at home by 12th ranked Gonzaga. About 10 minutes left. Zag 66 47 in the lead. We'll get to the NBA in a moment. Seven games. They're all final now. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Utah wave Derek Rose just acquired from Cleveland this week. He averaged 10 points a game for the Cavs. Utah has won eight games in a row. By the way, you mentioned with the Lakers clearing cap space. They also get a first-rounder for this summer, which they didn't have because they'd had to give it away because of that silly Steve Nash trade years ago. Wow. So that's another good thing for L.A. from Magic Johnson's perspective. Joe Johnson in the news tonight. He'll reportedly sign with Houston on Monday after Sacramento bought him out today. Utah had traded him to the Kings this week, and Marco Bellinelli will sign with Philadelphia, according to ESPN. At Philly tonight, the Sixers beat the Clippers 112-98. Joel Embiid... Playing again, He's actually playing back-to-backs recently. 29 wow. points, 16 rebounds. DeAndre Jordan, 21 rebounds in the loss. Dallas, the worst team in the West, beat the Lakers 130-123, to ending the Lakers' four-game winning streak. Isaiah Thomas, 22 points off the bench in his Laker debut. Wins for Washington and Milwaukee for Denver and Golden State, which trailed early but still beat San Antonio 122-105. The Spurs from three-point range, five for 27. And New Orleans in double overtime. One at Brooklyn 138-128. Brooklyn has lost five in a row. Nineteen and thirty-eight record for them. Bulls are nineteen and thirty-six. Orlando lost their eighteen and thirty-seven. Phoenix with the loss eighteen and thirty-nine. Those are Jeez. some of the
5: worst Horrible. pro teams around. Back. By you. the way, I didn't hear any apology from the Sager about calling me the kiss of death and all that <laughs> stuff. Huh? That's right. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah, we, in fact, uh, your beloved
6: that? so-called Raider Ryan celebrated by buying pizza for
5: I all of us I bought that tonight. pizza for everybody. Did you guys you get didn't my buy pizza? pizza at all? I, Shut did up. you guys get my pizza? No, we didn't because you didn't send any. <laughs> I, did, I heard it's there right now. Yes, it is. Right
6: now. If you were here, you'd be having a piece of pizza. No, you,
5: it's on me. Have it. Uh, help yourself. No problem. Well,
6: physically, it may be on you if you were yeah. here, considering yeah, how know. the crew enjoys I, you. Yes.
5: I just love it that I, finally all you guys had to eat your words on that. All the right. DeSinger, we'll speak to the in a little bit and get caught up on my Wildcats. Hey, Spanier, uh, Johnny says, your Arizona Wildcats not looking good. Uh, Lakers end up firing Walton when LeBron arrives. Arizona will get bounced in the first round. And Walton will be your new coach. Gosh, he just took shots at me four different times in, in, in one tweet out there. And he says, LeBron is one twisted knee or ankle away from becoming D-Wade uh, in 2018. You know, they had to do something. I, I, I'm i torn between is LeBron, you know, just should I admire him because he wants to continue winning and he's willing to make moves and, 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 and shake up the team just to win? Or should I say, come on, man, you're at the end of your career – you had a great career. Look at Kobe. He wasn't going to win a championship at the end of his career. So you just play it out in Cleveland. And, and you know, that's, that's your home. So part of me is like, you know, hey, the guy still wants to win. I've, I've, I've got to give him credit for that. I've got to admire him for that. And he doesn't care if he has to leave Cleveland to do it. So, you know, you know I, I, I guess there is something to that. Um, a couple of other tweets here. Arnie, you're lucky that Doug Peterson, wait a minute here, uh, called the masterful game. You might be living under a bridge somewhere in Vermont. Yeah, he was fantastic. Doug Peterson was phenomenal and had the guts to go for fourth down. Let's go for it, baby. Do it. I I love it. You know, coaches don't go for it enough on fourth down. They just don't do it enough in a game situation because they're afraid that, you know, the risk-reward, if they don't make it, they'll put them, uh, their team in such a bad situation. But I got to tell you, I think it will pay off more than it won't pay off. Uh, Arnie, Oklahoma City socked the Warriors in the mouth last time they played. Never trailed from start to finish. Uh, you're not telling me Oklahoma City's better than Golden State, are you, Eddie? Because I, you know, I'll, I'll I'll bet you my paychecks on that one, my friend. Arnie, are you going to get discuss the snake Josh McDaniels? You know, let me let me give my thoughts real quick on McDaniels. But you guys know I'm out here uh, in the Northeast. We uh, carry the Patriots on our local show here on our local station up here in Vermont. I thought what McDaniels did was, was about as low as you can get when you're interviewing for a job. When you agree on a job, whether it's a handshake or not, and they're drawing up the contracts, and other coaches relocate with their families and accepted a job based on you being the head coach, and then you pull a switcheroo without giving them any indication that you were going to do this, I think that's slow, and I wouldn't hire McDaniel's if he was the last coach on earth. I wouldn't hire him for my pee wee team. So I hope him and Belichick are going to be real happy until Belichick retires. My question's this though: I guess one of the reasons he stayed is because Belichick is going to open up his his I guess Belichick playbook and show him stuff about how to run the front office. um, how to get free agents, you know, money-wise, stuff like that. And my only question was, how come Belichick hasn't done this before? How come Belichick hasn't taken McDaniels and said, hey, I'm 67 years old or 67, whatever he is. Let me show you for when you take over or when you take over as a coach somewhere else, how this is all done. Why wouldn't Belichick be showing Matt Matt Patricia, and Josh McDaniels, how to take the next step in the coaching uh, circle. I, To me, I don't understand that. We ask quarterbacks, we ask players to tutor, mentor the up-and-coming youngsters now, but here's Belichick, supposedly the best coach of all time, and you have Josh McDaniels willing to leave because Belichick wouldn't help him out, wouldn't open up his playbook to him, wouldn't say, hey, this is what you got to do. Unbelievable! That is called selfish. Why has Robert Kraft not insisted on this earlier? I have no idea. It goes to show you how stinking stubborn Belichick is. There's now people going to say, "Well, wait a minute. You know, why would uh, he give him the you know give him all the information, go somewhere else and beat him?" Hey, there's a lot of coaches that have left Belichick that have not had good uh, records in coaching. So it's not like that's going to happen. And players get traded all the time from one team to another and have to face their old team. I think it's disgusting. I don't know why it had to come down to this. So I bring Belichick also for this also. You know, maybe you should have opened up and been more uh, you know, forthcoming and opened up the playbook to McDaniels and say, hey, this is how I do it. This is how I look for free agents. This is how I decide to give somebody a contract extension or not give somebody a contract extension. This is how I decide whether I'm going to cut somebody or I'm not going to cut somebody. This is how I decide whether they've been here a year too soon or a year too late. And let's learn the Belichick way. All right? How does he do it? But, no, he kept it a secret, kept it quiet. Didn't And, of course, McDaniels was going to leave. It makes you wonder why Belichick was like that. It makes you wonder. You know, is he really just for himself and he just wants to be the best coach ever and he doesn't want to pass down his teachings? Who does something like that? Who doesn't want to mentor young coaches? Or maybe he's right. Maybe that's not his job to mentor young coaches. Maybe he shouldn't have to do that. And all he has to worry about is taking the Patriots to Super Bowl. So, Stink, I'm getting a lot of texts. Genius ones S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius1. G N I U S and the number one or eight seven seven ninety-nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. 996 6369 Real quick. couple things. Christian, uh, was it Fourier, the former player for the New England Patriots, who was suspended because he he did a horrible imitation, or he did an insensitive imitation, I should say, of Tom Brady's uh, agent, Don Yee. So they suspended him, right? Um, I'm wondering, you know, and obviously the guy's trying to be funny and he's trying, you know, they're trying to be funny in Boston, uh, you know, and it went too far. I'm just wondering, us as the media, you know, we're guys that do talk shows, uh, talk shows, do we push it too far? Or as everybody else becomes so sensitive and the uh, politically correct world, has changed and you just can't do some of the things that you used to do. I'm wondering, was this really insensitive? And obviously it was. But for a suspension, shouldn't it have just been, hey, you can't do that and move on? We've all done imitations. I mean, I've done imitations of, I don't know, like my wife. Or I've done imitations of you know, women's voices, men's voices, New York voices, Philadelphia voices. You pretend like you're... I don't know if a player has a hard New York, hey, I'm so-and-so from New York. Or if we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, hey, my Eagles. You know, we do stuff like that. So I'm wondering, you know, was this just a one-time situation that got out of hand? Or were we, you know, a little too quick to suspend him just when he was trying to do something funny? And maybe it wasn't all that offensive. I don't know. Was it all that offensive? Doing a imitation like that. So I want to get your thoughts on that also. of Genius One S T I N K I N Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. We'll come back. The Sega will stop on by. He'll get me caught up on my Arizona game, plus all the other late scores and news and notes from the night, all coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, let's figure out which way is easier. Hour one just flew on by. We just crushed it. The Sager stops on by. How are my Wildcats looking to Sager? I well,
6: battle for first place in the Pac-12, and Arizona's winning at home. Over USC, under eight minutes to go, 63-56. In future oh, it's over.
5: It's done. We lottery
6: won. We won. pick from Arizona, DeAndre Ayton has 14
5: points. Uh, we won. That, that's a, That's a final. We're going to win this game. You're
6: calling right. it with eight minutes left. I'm no
5: longer the kiss of death. Right? I, I can feel good. That's right. I, uh, A new lease on life. Yes. new lease on life. I don't have to worry about I don't jinx anything. I'm not the kiss of death. Arizona wins. Oh, how much time is left? Put it in the book. We got almost eight minutes to go. Oh, it's over. It's over. O-V-E-R. Over. Seven
6: point lead, 742 to go. God's done. And elsewhere to decide first place in the West Coast Conference, Gonzaga has dominated this game at number eleven Saint Mary's. It's 50, now 76 now, seventy six fifty nine for the Zags. Battle of the number eleven and number twelve ranked teams in the country. We got plenty of other college basketball to get to,
5: but there was Arnie, tons today. I mean, yes, and good games. You, you wanna hear something funny? I turned off I stopped watching the Virginia Virginia Tech game when it got in the overtime and Virginia took a five point lead. I go, Oh, this game's done.
6: Yeah, well, that wasn't the only one where you kind of felt that uh, in college basketball. I must mention, though, that the Olympics, although the ratings were down Thursday night for NBC's first night of competition and down, what, 12% last night for the opening ceremonies, they still... For a long tape delayed opening ceremony. It's got about 28 million viewers wow. last night for the stuff from South Korea. It's been so cold. The problem tonight was the high winds. The men's right. downhill was postponed to late Wednesday, apparently, our time. Tomorrow's training run canceled in South Korea. Are you Korea. watching it all or not really? Yes, you don't care? yes. I've saw, uh, and the greatest is that it's there's so much overnight. You can just DVR stuff overnight. And start, I'll go ahead and say it out loud, start watching and forwarding through the many NBC commercials and forwarding to stuff that you want. Yeah, but
5: I never know what's live or I don't even know if it's live or tape or whatever anymore. Almost all of it's
6: live now. Shockingly, the first U.S. medal tonight was not shown live by NBC. Apparently because of the snafu of the downhill schedule. NBC did not show snowboard Slope Style, the gold medal run of the American kid Red
5: Gerard. I already he dropped an S bomb on TV.
6: That I didn't. I did not listen to any of it. Yeah, interviews. I already he dropped an S bomb. I was I stunned, though, that it's not just that he's 17, but when you actually look it up and see in print that a kid born in 2000 won a gold wow. medal for the United States You're tonight. Old. Wow. Yeah, one of us is old, exactly. Yes. Uh, the Unified Korean Women's Hockey Team played their opener today lost 8 nothing to Switzerland. Ooh. That's not that bad, is it? Uh, yeah, not considering they had a German shepherd for a goalie, yeah. U.S. women's <laughs> hockey opens late tonight against Finland. Speed skating, the Dutch women swept the medals in the 3,000 meters, and Norway won four total medals this morning uh, our time. And uh, Canada it- leads the team figure skating.
5: I, I want to tell you, I was doing a little uh, fun contest here locally, and we—I I gave a name of a, uh, a sport. You had to tell me if it was a Olympic sport or it used to be an Olympic sport. <laughs> did you know live pigeon shooting uh, used to be an Olympic sport? No, I'm serious. They, shooting live pigeons. Shooting live pigeons. Wow. Uh, yes. now it's not. It's not. It's not low. Could you imagine if we did that now? No, I cannot. I literally cannot. Yeah. Yeah. But they did it in 1900, where they would. Shoot live pigeons. They had the one-handed weight lift, uh, weightlifting contest. They Tug of War of...
6: used to be a summer Olympic event yes. 100 years ago. Tug
5: of War used to be one. The two-handed uh, shot put and two-handed javelin uh, used to be events. So they had all kinds <laughs> of crazy
6: stuff. <laughs> How about javelin catching? Did that used to be an no, Olympic no, didn't event? Have no, not that one. Okay. Have that, yes. Didn't uh, that. Some of the exciting college basketball. i got to mention the Virginia game tonight because they were ranked number two, well, yeah. R for the weekend. But they were going to be number one next week because number right. one Villanova lost earlier this week. So Virginia is ahead and gets outscored five nothing in about the yep. last thirty seconds of overtime. Virginia Tech wins Once 61, I watching. 60. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kiss yeah. of death. Exactly. Kyle Guy of Virginia, five for twenty-one shooting in the loss. Number one Villanova earlier today came back and beat Butler, 8675. Villanova was down thirteen in the first half. I saw that game, too. The top five matchup with Purdue at Michigan State. Somehow the Spartans keep winning. They were down ten in the first half at home. Eventually got a three pointer with about three seconds left by Miles Bridges and beat Purdue sixty. 865 what a finish to Xavier ranked fifth winning at Creighton 7271 two free throws in the final second for Xavier. Texas Tech and Auburn with wins.
5: Ohio State and Baylor with wins. Did you mention Oklahoma State's win, too? That was a good game, too.
6: Oklahoma State won at West Virginia, and West Virginia has lost 6 of 9 now. What about Kentucky? They got clobbered. Kentucky is 6-6 and with its conference record now. Kentucky lost at Texas A&M tonight. Oklahoma Sooners have lost 6 of their last 8. Yeah, I saw
5: what's-his-face had, what, only 20 points today. Yeah, mere 20 points for Trey. Iowa State
6: beat the Oklahoma Sooners. Alabama beat 15th-ranked Tennessee 17th. 78-50. 78-50. I know, they
5: just clobbered. The
6: ball shot 28% from the floor. Yeesh. The Baylor win was over number 10 Kansas, 80-64. to 64. The Jayhawks in the first half had just seven field goals made and nine turnovers. And uh, Boston College at home beat number 25, Miami, 72-70. The Hurricanes went scoreless for the last six minutes, got outscored 9 nothing down the stretch. All
5: right, All right. thanks for lot. to Sager, one more update. My Wildcats now up by 10, less than six minutes left. I'm feeling good. We crushed our one. Uh stop it. It's over. I'm no longer the kiss of death. I feel good. We'll come back. We'll reset. I think I'm going to have a couple chocolate chip cookies, too. That's. I'm feeling so good. I'm no longer the kiss of death. I could just do whatever I want. I won't gain weight no matter what I eat. Uh, We'll have Vegas Runner an hour or two. All that next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes... Could save you 15% or more in car insurance. What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, 20 past the hour, Vegas runner stops on by. Where from? Of course, from Las Vegas. Now that the Super Bowl's done, already odds came out on twenty nineteen. We'll start paying attention to what's going on with the baseball, basketball, March Madness, all that coming up uh, with Vegas runner. Uh, you want to send me a tweet, Stinkin Genius One, S-T-I-N-K-I-M, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S and the number one. Though I'm not getting as many tweets as I did last week when I was hashtag kiss of death. And I was getting every pick wrong, and don't pick uh, the Eagles, and you're a moron. I must really, if I had a nickel for every tweet I got last week, I'd have about five million dollars. Now I get like no apologies. Except from Raider Ryan. Raider Ryan, you, you did apologize, did you My not? My name is
2: lot. Papa Bear, not Raider Ryan. I like don't, I said, yeah. it was divine intervention,
5: Arnie. You're still the kiss of death. I feel like I could give out the Powerball numbers. And get those right right now. That's how hot I am. I, I really do. I, I'm feeling good. When is the Powerball? When is that? Is that Wednesdays and Saturdays or something like that? Look that up. Have my producer, if he's not asleep, lead the laps producing the show today. Where's Lee? Is he sleeping? Yeah. He, you know, he,
2: he'll get right on that.
5: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I did, you know what? You. If I get the Powerball numbers right and you didn't write it down and I won and you didn't win, who's going to be kicking themselves in the backside then, huh? I keep telling you, Arnie, you couldn't hit the floor if you fell on it. You know what? I am going to play the Vermont lottery because I don't think I can win the Powerball. That's a little too crazy. But I'll pick out six numbers, and I'll go play the Vermont lottery this week. I'll see if I can pull that off. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I'm calling everything right. I got the Super Bowl right. My Arizona Wildcats are winning. I may may never get another pick wrong again. Seriously, think about that for a second. How about, you know, people kiss to death and all that? How about if, like, I never get a pick wrong again, that all my picks turn out to be 100% right, all right? Then, no, no, then I can start charging you guys for my picks. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Maybe you guys should send me some money. Maybe, actually, they frown upon that. I don't think you could do that. I don't know. Maybe send me cans of ravioli or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'll send you something, Arnie. Right, don't worry. Wow, I want to. I want to lo- know how how long is this is going to continue of be getting every pick right now. You know what I'm saying? Into March Madness, into Major League Baseball. I don't know. It. it I, I feel good. I. I feel like I'm back. I'm back. Now I feel like I'm getting. You were never at any type of winning. What do you mean back? Back from what? No, oh, kiss of death. Kiss of death. Where's all the apologies on the apology uh, line? You got one pick right, Arnie. It
2: was divine intervention. God himself intervened from you because you are Satan himself.
5: And thank goodness he did. I mean, the Patriots almost pulled it off again. I got to tell you, when they took the lead, I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's fourth down. If they don't pick it up here, this game is over for the Eagles. The game would have been over if they didn't pick up fourth down. You know that, don't you? And I would have been wrong again. So, thank goodness they picked it up. They go on to the victory. Uh, like I said, congratulations, Eagle fans. Now, whole ass, we don't want to hear from you again. Hopefully they won't win it next year. Now we got two teams to root against. we got to root against the Patriots and the Eagles now, right? So now we got two hated teams. And if we're going to root against them, does that mean I, gotta, I don't want the Cowboys to win? Gosh, I have to root against so many teams next year, it's not even funny. Got to root against the Cowboys. Got to root against the Eagles. Got to root against the Patriots. Am I missing anybody who else? Got to root against the Raiders.
0: Why? Well,
5: because uh, because you're that's your team. See, that's how evil you are. I know that. I know that. But that that's the way I am. If my team can't win, I root against your team. Well, that's, you that. root for like eight different teams, so I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, my Dolphins aren't going anywhere. Yeah. That that's for damn sure. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, so of Genius 1, if you want to get in, no longer the kiss of death, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, genius, G-E-N-I-U-S-A, the number one. Nobody commented on Shawnee Davis and and, him sending out that tweet that he wasn't the flag bearer and, and, you know, kind of got mad and called it, uh, not unethical, but uh, used another word in it. I... I thought there'd be people upset about that. I, you know, it I'll is tell you the, why, Arnie, because it's yeah. the
2: Winter Olympics, and, and if someone's not getting their
5: knee bashed in with a pipe, no one really cares. Yeah, but it, it, it is USA. It should be about the United States of America, not about Davis and, you know, oh, now I'm not going to show. And, you know, show, show support for your teammates. Show support for your country. Is that asking too much? Show support for your country, for the United States of America, for crying out loud. And, and he's acting like a baby. Look, I like Davis. I'm going to be rooting for him. I wish him the best of luck. I just don't know if anybody really cares about that. I saw that story. I'm like, oh, people are going to be livid about that. I, I guess not. Arnie, did you know uh, that some genius here in America asked for pole dancing to be cu- uh, included in the Olympics? Sadly, this ped- uh, petition was denied. I, You know, he's not kidding around. That's true, actually. That, that, that's true. That's true. They uh, they were gonna have pole dancing uh, in the Olympics. So
2: now now if that happened, would it be like male and female? Because I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. That'd be kind of weird.
5: Could you imagine if we still had the live pigeon shooting? How crazy would that be? Where you're releasing pigeons and you got you're just shooting at live animals. What, what do you think Peter would do over that? What, do you, what do you, Oh, we're gonna go live to the live pigeon shooting. And you're watching it with your kids. You're like five and six year olds, and you're seeing a bunch of pigeons getting shot and dropping to the ground. All right, we got three, four, five pigeons on this one. My goodness, man! Was, even in 1900, that was offensive. Even in the year 1900, that should have been offensive. Someone should said, we can't shoot live pigeons. This is this is 1900. The politically correct police. You know, they didn't have Twitter, obviously, back then. But they're like, we can't do this. we got to be PC in 1900. Can't have live pigeon shooting in 1900. They should have known better back then. They should have known better. I think the Sager, did you cover... I think the Sager covered that when he was uh, working... Yeah, I think he covered that anyway when he was working for the network. I think he was, you know, born a little bit before then. Anyway, so... Uh, I, I was cracking up when I saw that. A couple of other things I wanted to get to because, you know, obviously people are not caring about the Olympics so much. Um, I saw that story about the writer from Boston who was fooled by a listener from one of the stations in Boston, and the listener pretended he was Don Yee, Tom Brady's agent. And he texts the writer going, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo just got $137 million, $90 million. Uh, guaranteed what does that come out to like 27 million a year or whatever it comes out to uh Tom Brady would, would be thinking about holding out because he's you know only making like 15 million a year. What makes the story believable is that yeah I would feel the same damn way if I was Tom Brady to be honest with you you got his backup getting the richest contract in football and you're the guy with five Super Bowls and been the eight of them. And you're getting not squat, but you're getting like 15 million a year. And yes, I know about your wife and her earnings and stuff like that. That's not the question. That's not the point. That's what made the story believable. But do you think that that writer should have been suspended because he got duped to thinking that was really Don Yee, Tom Brady's agent, because he sent them a tweet? Now, I got to tell you, I am not the, I do a talk show. We're not an insider. You know, we, We don't break a lot of stories, but last story, I remember breaking a story where there was a trade, and I had an assistant general manager call me up and said, hey, we're making a trade. This is what it's going to be. I didn't check for extra sources. I didn't say, well, I've got to to get a second source on this one before I run with it. I knew the guy. I said, all right, I'll go with it. You know, you can be fooled. I understand that. Um, and, I, and I feel bad for the writer, even though he's done it before, and he's been, a, he's been a suspended before for plagiarism, I believe. And, you know, he also said uh, n- several sources, which that's not true. He only had one source, and that source wasn't even real. I feel bad for the guy because, you know, his career could be jeopardized now. He should have done his homework, but there's no, you know, you, you don't have to do that, though. There's no, there's no reason or rhyme to go ahead and do that even if you know, you're 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 doing a joke, even if you're a listener to a radio station. So, you know, I, I feel like we're being too harsh on him, only because, you know, he thought he was really talking to Don Yee. Yes. He should have done his extra homework. He should have tried to figure out, is this, you know, really Don Yee? Maybe I'll call his office just to make sure it's him. He didn't do his homework. So now he's been suspended by the newspaper and I don't know if he's gonna get his job back. Who knows? Uh, if he ever is going to write back. Um, Kareem uh, tweets on in. Wow. Arnie wants to bash Shawnee Davis, but won't bring up the comments um, by John Moody in the Olympics. I, I, I don't know. I, I must have missed those comments then. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I must have missed those comments. So if you want to tweet them over to me, I will bring them up for sure. And I'm sorry about that. By the way, it's a final. Arizona 81, USC 67. Easy victory. Uh, for my Arizona Wildcats, so uh, they hold on the first place uh, in the uh, in the Pac-12. No, uh, no problem there. All right. So yeah, like I said, I, I feel bad for the guy. I don't know if he's ever going to write again. If somebody's going to hire him, I'm I'm sure they will. But there's really no need for that. I mean, the guy's trying to do his job. He think he's speaking to Tom Brady's agent, and he's getting duped the whole time. You know, it's not like he's inventing the story. It's not like he's saying, "Hey, I'm just going to make it up now." And just pretend I have a source. He thought he had a real source, so I could, I could, I could understand from that perspective. Okay, I could understand it from that perspective. But otherwise, um, you know, he should have double checked. He should have called Don Yee's office, and then he would have been embarrassed and his job on the line. There, all right, stinking genius. One, if you want to comment, s t i n k i m genius. G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one, or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369 if you want to go ahead and jump on in. Vegas Runners is going to come up next. We'll talk to them now that football's done. I'm wondering if anybody's putting money on the, on the next season. I saw that San Francisco uh, got some pretty good odds. I wonder if people are putting money on them. And we'll start getting ready for baseball in March Madness. So all that's coming up next. I'm Arnie Spanier, this is Fox Sports Radio. Great news, everybody. There's a quick way to save money. Switch to Geico. Just go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. All right, we are just cruising along. Oh, by the way, Kareem, I saw the comments. I had seen that before. I didn't know you were talking about. I'll answer that in a little bit. But first. Uh, We go to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, you can check them out at thebigmoves.com. That's thebigmoves.com. You can tweet them at Greek underscore gambler. That's Greek
4: underscore gambler. It's
5: Vegas Runner.
4: How you doing, Vegas Runner? Never better, Arnie. Thanks for having me. You still have that... Ear to ear smile for the Eagles win. I know you do. Yes, here, I do. Listen out here. I'll tell you what. They were really happy about the handle record handle. Man, I mean, they were. It would have been a success if they just broke last year, which was a record handle of 138 million. Um, they they if they did 150, they would have been ecstatic. They did 158. Arnie. Wow. That huge of a handle It just goes to show you. Even though viewership was down in the NFL betting was definitely up that's one uh section that's not hurt uh that's for sure but with that said it was pretty much the absolute worst result for the sports book because not just the fact that the eagles won and the game went over and they won money line uh but you couple that with the props that just did not go the sports book's ways but even Though, you know, all that, it shows you just how difficult it is for the sportsbooks to lose money and why they've turned the profit something like 54 straight months um, because they still came out ahead. Although it was little, they yeah. held around 0.7%, a little less than 1%. They made a million, even though they booked $158 million, They they only turned the profit of a little over a million. They did 10 times more last year, their profit based on last year's result. So, I mean, there's always a result which will benefit the sportsbook most, but it just goes to show you, regardless of the result, when you have that big of a handle, and that's the sportsbook's goal, it's hard to lose money, kind of like the casino. As long as you could keep the tables open and the chairs filled... You're going to win long term. You're going to have some shots where some whales walk up and rock you. Yeah. But you're not going to lose as long as you could keep turning it over and, and get volume, and that's what they were able to do.
5: Now, Vegas got rocked on a few of the uh, prop bets that kind of leaked out before, like the Justin Timberlake song and stuff like that.
4: No, yeah. They, they offshore got hit with those. Yeah. In Vegas, the, the ones, the, uh, because we have the Nevada State Athlete, uh, K- uh, Gaming Commission here, right. You know, props where information could come out, they don't allow the books to take that action uh but they got hurt offshore with those but here they got hit more with all those yeses and you got to remember when when you cash a yes you know just simple ones will gronk score touchdown you know they're two to one each of those and uh so many players clement hogan scored a touchdown all yeah. those guys blunt scored a touchdown white scored a touchdown they were two to one or higher and those guys were attracting 90 plus percent of the action so there was absolutely nothing on the no it was you know nine plus out of ten bets were on the yes so i mean the, the sharps did pretty good that the props they hit they did well but again like i say when it comes to the super bowl that money is a drop in the bucket it doesn't the the Books don't even care much what the wise guys do. They they would like to know they're on the same side as them. Hopefully the public's the other way, uh, but they're not going to move their lines based on them. The props, yes, but the side in total, not going to happen.
5: Now I saw that the odds obviously for next year's Super Bowl came out. San Francisco twenty to one. That that is shocking. I thought I'd be able to get better odds than that on San Francisco.
4: You're not going. Come on, man. Come they, on. They got Garoppolo now. You're not going <laughs> to get that value on San Francisco when you become the the, the hot. The talk, the sexy pick, you're not going to get that kind of value. Yeah, but I thought
5: like 40 to 1 or something like that. Exactly. No?
4: That's why, yeah. Arnie, listen, that's why they don't lose money when it comes, no matter who wins the Super Bowl every single year, no matter who wins the World Series, who wins the NBA Finals, they don't lose money in the Futures book. The hold is so significant. Like you just touched on that. You shouldn't be 20 to 1. You should be getting much greater yeah. than that.
5: Are, is anybody putting money on that, or are they just holding off on that because they don't like to tie up their money?
4: Yeah, we haven't seen the only adjustment. Okay, that, that we've seen that they that they put out the first week of with the new year they put out odds when the playoffs started for next year, and New England was five to one to win it, and Green Bay was ten to one, and uh, Atlanta Falcons were sixteen to one. Those three changed. New England went from five to one; they dropped down to four to one now. You know, a little hunger since they lost. Probably Atlanta went from sixteen To one up to 18 to one, and uh, like I said, Green Bay went from 10 to one up to 12 to one, so a little better odds on those. And the New England dropped,
5: all right. Uh, What does Vegas do now? Do they just uh, shut down the town and take a vacation? Absolutely
4: not. You forget about the Super Bowl the very next day, you know, they're already taking MLB win totals, baby. Season win totals baseball already, yes, sir. And uh, you know, soon that's what they'll be talking about, but before that. You know, now with the conference games going on, we'll soon have conference uh, championships and then March Madness is here. So they're just gearing up for that. Again, they were disappointed in the amount of money that they made, and some books lost even money. Those books that took a position, like William Hill, that was willing to take a position on that money line wager, they lost. You know, they didn't turn a profit. But statewide, they did. And they were real happy with the handle. They know if they could keep increasing the handle, you know, next year the result may benefit them more. So They were okay with it, but they just made very, very little. But, again, now they move on and, and March Madness, and it's been a good NBA season for them and a real good college basketball season, even though a lot of the betting syndicates have been doing good in college basketball. The books got so far out ahead over the first couple months. I mean, it's a wide-open year, let's tell it like it is, and the public has not been doing well, and the books are just so far ahead it hasn't even mattered that the Sharps are doing good.
5: What about, the, what about the NBA? A lot of action on that now, or won't get as much as college basketball?
4: You know, here's the problem with the NBA, man. It's so top-heavy, Arnie. That it's, you know, until the playoffs start, that, that's the problem. I mean, it gets action day, night in, night out, but nothing, nothing heavy. And, again, the future, book, it's hard to move those odds on teams, even when they go on runs, and even when you see, like, big moves like the Cavs, because of the fact Golden State's such a heavy favorite, two to five to win it all. And then when you look on the East, Cleveland before they made any moves were're only five or six to one anyway with the next best Boston and Toronto 15 to one okay wow. so Cleveland makes all these moves what are you gonna move them from five to one down to one you know yeah. four to one three you know Golden State's such a heavy favorite it it's hard to... For the needle to move. And that's the problem right now with the NBA. And even when the playoffs start, you know, the, the excitement's just, I guess it'll be there, but, you know, it's just when, when it's that top heavy, man, it, it's hard to see value in, in the futures market. What
5: about secondary uh, games? Anything uh, that's not in the big four sports? Anything racing, you're going to bet on that, or boxing or anything like you know, that? You
4: know, NASCAR always has their, their, that, that niche, that that sport where it has that loyal following and, and Grows year in and year out, and, and this weekend there was UFC, and I was surprised that the action that it was receiving—you could tell just from the the significant line moves—that you know there was a lot of money being bet. So that it's like I said, when you saw the handle with the Super Bowl, it just goes to show you. And now with all the talk of the legalization. It's coming, man. I mean, most guys out here, you talk to sportsbooks guys, they would put the over-under Arnie at, at 12 to 18 months. At, wow. At, most, at the most. In fact, most think by next football season, there'll be another state out there booking action. What, the, what, what does, does that mean? For, it.
5: Well, what does that mean? Because, I, you know, I know in Canada, I could walk into, like, they're not called Seven Elevens, but like local convenience stores, like 7-Elevens, and bet parlays in these sure, Sure, Just
4: like and, and in Delaware, you know, when I go back east, when I was in Philly, I went down to Delaware Park, and, and, and it's packed and for right. football. Forget about it. They're, but the odds aren't in, as
5: good, are they? The odds are, are not as good. In it, it, like.
4: and they're exactly. And they're, they're, they're parlay cards, and they were good. The odds were really good when they first started. <laughs> but here's what happens: It happened here. And remember, when I first moved here in Las Vegas, you walked into a book, and there were 20 different parlay cards but eventually some really smart people find advantages and they start beating the books with these parlay cards and that's what happened here in vegas and that's why now there's only you know five or seven different kind not 20 different kind and back on the east coast they were trying to be generous but again some really smart people they saw profited from it and they Figured, wait, people are willing to take the worst of it. Let's give them the worst of it. And that's exactly what they did. And that's what the fear is with the legalization. Most professional bettors are worried that they may ruin it, kind of like they've done this with blackjack and, and stuff like that, where they change the rules. I mean, all they have to do is, is change it from having to lay minus, having to lay 11 to win 10. If they change it to having to lay 12 to win 10, oh. 9 out of 10 professional bettors will have to retire. You won't yeah. be able to beat it. You'll have to hit 60% just to break even. And, and like I said, any wise guy walking the planet would cut their pinky off with a butter knife to go 60% for a year. Yeah, that's no, how but... hard it is to do, Arnie. So if they all they have to do, they just have to make that—that that only rule change—that you have to lay one twenty to win a hundred instead of one ten. And most casual betters, they're going to do it. They're, they don't care. They're still going to lay. They may argue about it, but they're still going to place their bets. It's not going to stop them from betting.
5: Yep. You can go to thebigmoves.com, thebigmoves.com, or Greek underscore gambler. That's Greek underscore gambler. Vegas Runner, always a pleasure, my friend. Enjoy. We'll see what happens as we get closer to March Madness, and we'll catch up with you next week.
4: Thanks for having me. Enjoy the games,
5: Arnie. Take care. Vegas Runner, live from where else? Las Vegas, the uh, toy store for adults. If you've never been to Vegas, uh, you've not lived life. That's, that's all I get to. If you've not been to Vegas, you have not lived life. Uh, Kareem did say, hey, don't worry about it, Arnie. I get it's a very racist, worthy of outrage and protest, but ignored by the white sports media. You know, I actually did see that comment now that I pulled it up and looked at it by John Moody. First of all, I, nobody's afraid to talk about that. The story was false. That's why Fox News, uh, that's why they pulled the story. It was a false story. So for us to comment on a false story, that that's ridiculous. I mean. I wouldn't I wouldn't say, wow. Well, what do you guys think about that? I would say it was a false story. They pulled it. And I'm not afraid to talk about Fox News. We're we're Fox Sports Radio. I, I have no problem if, if they do something wrong at Fox News uh, to bring them up. So I have no problem with that at all. I just obviously they got the wrong story and they had to pull it. So, you know, again, there's so many fake news out there. I mean, how many times I've gotten fooled with the with the Wojciechowski uh Twitter account, the fake Woj, the real Woj, you know what's happening. We've all been fooled, except for the Onion. Wasn't it the guy that uh, was head of the Soccer Federation that was reading an article from the Onion, thinking that was real? I mean, there's fake news all over the place, so you have to really take your time to decipher it and decide what's real and what's not real. Think a genius did uh, the the moneymakers pick Arizona tonight looking good again since the Super Bowl I won my phone back half my clothes back I'm out from under a bridge in a motel six and my bank account is up to 38 dollars so thanks to the moneymaker you're welcome Mike and I, from now on I'm I'm not getting another pick wrong All right? that, that that's my that's my <sighs> goal that, that's my goal to you is to never get another pick wrong. You can hit that all you want. I'm gonna have my picks coming up at uh, at forty five past the hour. So we'll see if it's we'll start it today. I'm gonna to have my picks. We'll see if I can never get another pick wrong. All right. When the Sager's done, I want to get to final Super Bowl afterthoughts. I want to get to Jimmy G. I got some thoughts about Nick Foles uh, that I want to get to also. And a little bit on college hoops. I know there was a full slate of college troops, So we'll get to all that. First, though, here comes the Sager. And my Wildcats, no longer the kiss of death. I can say whatever I want to Sager. <laughs> and my teams are winning, baby.
6: And they've just finished the late game in the conference. Oregon State hits a three-pointer to win in double overtime, beating Washington 97-94 wow. in the battle for first. Washington was in
5: fourth place. Uh, uh,
6: Washington just 7-5 and five now in conference. Of course, UCLA lost at ASU today as well. Arizona first place, ranked 13th in the country this week. 20 and 6 now overall the Wildcats put away USC the second place team 81-67 and in the West Coast Conference St. Mary's finally lost number 12 Gonzaga wins easily at number 11 St. Mary's 78-65 in other college hoops Virginia Tech won by a point in overtime at number two, Virginia. Top five matchup, Michigan State on a late three pointer, Edge Purdue. Xavier, ranked fifth, got two late free throws to win at Creighton. Losses for Tennessee, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Kentucky, and Miami. All of them were ranked teams. I know. By the crazy. way, you mentioned the uh, Fox News. We're completely separate from that. And I think Fox yeah. News is headquartered in New York. We're even cons- separate from the Fox Sports TV stuff, which is in a different part of LA from us. The UFC 220. 220- 21 pay-per-view card is now over in Australia. Curtis Blades defeated Mark Hunt tonight. Unanimous decision. And then Yoel Romero. Third round TKO win over Luke Rockhold. There will be, will be a UFC fight night a week from Sunday on FS1. Another UFC fight night later this month on Fox TV. Daytona 500 qualifying is on Fox TV tomorrow. The 500 will be on Fox TV a week from Sunday. At the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Dustin Johnson is tied for the lead. At the Winter Olympics, tonight's men's downhill was postponed by high winds. Red Gerard, age 17, of the U.S., won gold in snowboard slope style. The women's event is delayed a bit right now due to weather. Pitcher Hugh Darvish agreed to a deal with the Chicago crazy, Cubs. Crazy. Crazy. It's going to be six years, $126 wow. million, but... The the contract does have an opt-out clause after year two. Wow. Jake Arrieta is due to leave the Cubs as a free agent maybe this month now that Darvish is finally signed. Maybe the Dominoes will fall and we'll have the other free agents finally going to teams. Doubtful. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the uh, pitchers and catchers start reporting to spring training this Tuesday. That's already. crazy. I'm not ready for baseball. the Major League Exhibitions start February 23rd. And in the NBA tonight Golden State defeated San Antonio 122-105. New Orleans blew a huge lead but still won in double Overtime
5: at Brooklyn. Back to you. All right. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to say 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call 1 800 947 Auto. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Isaiah Thomas with his new team with the Lakers. And by the way, he looks good in that Laker purple, I guess is what you want to call it 22 points, 6 assists, did have 6 turnovers, 1 steal. Not bad for a guy that probably didn't even know the all his teammates' names, even on the court. He's probably like, yo, yo, hey, you, you, what's your name again? Turn around so I can see the name on the back of your jersey. Pass it to me. Here, just give it to me. Um, I like Isaiah Thomas. I liked him when he was here in Boston. Um, I, did, I was the one that said I wouldn't give him a max contract if I was the Celtics because I didn't think he could hold up. I didn't like his size. Even though he had a phenomenal year that year with the Celtics, almost MVP-like, he wasn't worthy. I didn't think of of a max contract. It'll be interesting to see what the Lakers are going to do with him, how much they're going to give him, and what kind of players they're going to surround him with and what they get for next year. Is it going to be LeBron? It's not going to be LeBron. I can't wait to find that out. If LeBron comes, you know, I thought he didn't like Isaiah. You know what I mean? You you saw those uh, after he made the game winner, wouldn't give Isaiah like a high five or anything. So, I'm wondering if this is really going to work out with LeBron coming to Los Angeles, or maybe he goes to the Clippers. But anyway, Isaiah looking real good for the Lakers, 22 points, six assists, six steals, uh, excuse me, six turnovers, and just one steal. Um, What happened to Kentucky basketball? Is anybody watching college hoops? Kentucky basketball, I've never seen a team that is so talented hit such a tough time in my life. I mean, really, it— It is incredible. They're 500 in the conference. They're so much better. than. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I overrated them. But they are just looking horrible. Absolutely horrible. You know, maybe it comes to the point where one and done isn't really the way to go anymore. You know, you get your great stars. But how many people really win with one and done guys? You know, I think of like Carmelo Anthony over at Syracuse. Do you win or do you have to have guys two, three, and four years now again so they can play as a team, a cohesive balance? You know what I'm saying? I think the days of just picking up a guy and letting him go to the NBA, you know, I don't think that helps you win an NCAA championship. I don't think it gets you there. As you can see, Kentucky's. how many guys have they had in the NBA? How many championships have they had in the last 10 years? So, you know, you got to wonder. Is one and done really the way to go? Stinkin' Genius One, S T I N K I N, Genius, G E N I U S, and the number one. I want to get a little bit into Jimmy Garoppolo gets 90 million guaranteed, like 137 million or something like that total. Matter of fact, Kyle Shanahan said the first time I asked him about uh, trading Jimmy G, Belichick said, uh, No way, no way. I was shocked because I never felt like Belichick got full value for Jimmy Garoppolo. I think what they got from him from San Francisco is an absolute joke. And now he gets the richest contract in the NFL. You know, we talked about that fake story about Tom Brady being upset. And, you know, is he going to get more money? I wonder how the other quarterbacks in the league feel about Garoppolo getting that type of money. People like Ben Roethlisberger or Russell Wilson. Or quarterbacks that have been established and that aren't even getting close to the $137 million that Garoppolo is getting. And he's getting it based on what? Seven games? Seven games. Now the potential's there. There's no doubt about it. You can you can see the potential. But that's a lot of money based just for potential. And you need a quarterback. You definitely need a quarterback. And the fact that he won, what, five games for San Francisco. They obviously were all in. There's no doubt about it. It took 10 minutes for Garoppolo to say, I'll take the contract. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, it's. I look, I think it's a good deal. I don't know if he's worthy of all that money, but let's be honest. You know, if you need a quarterback, you've got to overpay for that quarterback, and they've got to overpay for Jimmy Garoppolo. What's next for Nick Falls? I mean, here's a guy that's just making like $7 million or $7.5 million a year. He's the MVP of the Super Bowl. Do you just keep him in Philadelphia as the backup? Because between him and Wentz, they're not even making like $15 million a year. They're like the biggest bargain in all of NFL action. That's how it is. Or do you trade Falls and say, let us do you a solid. Let's get you to another team. And in return, we obviously can get some draft picks because you're the Super Bowl MVP. So what do you do if you're Eagles? If you get rid of them, though, you don't have that backup. And you don't know the next time Carson Wentz may go down. So let's, you know, what do you do with him? Buffalo's looking for a quarterback. He could end up there. There's a lot of teams looking for a quarterback. Do you draft one of the guys and keep them and 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 see if they develop in about four or five years? Or do you go with Nick Foles? And by the way, you know, I heard Brian No calling him Nick Fools and that he's fool's gold, and, you know, don't buy into it. Are we falling into fool's gold, or is Nick Foles ready to go ahead and embark on a great career from here on out? I mean, that's a pretty good building block when you win the MVP of the Super Bowl, I do have to say. Matt in, thought you were uh, thought you'd do my Eagles with your kiss of uh, death prediction, but lo and behold, we won our first championship. I have to apologize for yelling at you last week about your kiss of death curse. Hashtag fly Eagles fly. You know, all right, We gave you, you got your championship. I don't want, I don't, I can't root for the Eagles anymore now. So now we got to root against the Eagles. We got to root against the Patriots, and we really got to root against the Raiders and the Cowboys. Right? Is that what it is, Raider no, Ryan? No, we got to root no. against all your uh, teams.
2: Once again, my name is not Raider Ryan, and no, you don't have to root against the Raiders. Okay. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah, because there's no danger of them ever winning. That's for sure. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You said said that since uh, the Raiders
5: beat the Dolphins last season. Yeah. Mr. Nice Guy says it's irrelevant how much NFL teams pay players because the TV contract money covers all salaries. So it it really isn't irrelevant because you spend money on a quarterback that's going to take money away from everybody else. You're not going to get – like Belichick, that guy does not spread the wealth you understand that don't you he'll get rid of you 2 years early then 2 years late you understand that don't you he has no problem of saying hey go haul ass we're kick rocks we're done with you we're ready to go ahead and move on we're ready to go to the to the next guy out there so um yeah he wasn't going to get Tom Brady was never going to get that type of money i promise you that not from the patriots Tom Brady is perhaps the biggest bargain in all of sports, if you think about it. Eight Super Bowls, won five of them. And what's the guy making? Like 15 mil or something like that? You tell me that somebody that's a bigger bargain in all of sports uh, than Tom Brady. Though, that being said, I don't think Tom Brady makes it back to another Super Bowl. I think losing uh, Matt Patricia hurts that defense. I, had they lost McDaniels, that really would have crushed them. And, you know, with the problems they're going to have at running back next year, and obviously Brady getting a year older, I'm not so sure they're going to make it back to another super. Wow. Why do you say that? What yeah, the because it's not
2: like the uh, Patriots haven't lost offense, offensive uh, coaches before or anything. Yeah. Yeah great, wow. take, yeah, great take, Arnie. Yeah, great take. Plus, they have, but did they make it back to the Super Bowl? Yeah, game? remember when they lost uh, Charlie Weiss and Romeo? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Gr- Cornell, and also they play in the AFC East, which your Dolphins play in, because they're pathetic.
5: I said, I said the AFC East is the worst division in sports in the last fifteen to twenty years in all of sports. They're the worst division. That's why the that's part of the reason why the Patriots have had uh, that success. Tell you what, I'll do. We'll come back. I got a few other stories to get to. And then my golden picks. Now that I, I now that I'm on a roll and I get nothing wrong, should I give like the lotto numbers? What should I give? What pick should I give, Raider? Right, we don't have football anymore. I I don't know what to give. I'll I'll figure out something. But I, I will tell you this: no matter what I give you, it will be a hundred percent on. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to say, 15% of more card shirts with Geico. Go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. All right, Raider, give me a little music. Put me in the mood. And then we get to my picks. Now that I'm going to go ahead and get every pick right, I feel like there's a little added, a little added <laughs> bit of pressure on me. Wow. Well, I, the first, give me a little music. The first pick I want to pick, women's UConn over Wichita State. Oh, wait a minute. That's a final. Oh, UConn won 124-43. to 43. Wow, I'm already hot. Look at that. I'm already hot. Can you believe women's UConn won 124-43? What was the line in that game? Like 80 or something like that? All right, I have... Three picks. Each game is pretty much a pick'em except for one. Two games are a pick'em. One game is like a three or four-point spread, so it's not gonna make much of a difference. Let's test let, let's test out the new theory. Am I gonna go perfect? Am I the new Arnie? Am I no longer the kiss of death? First game: Michigan at Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin obviously has not had a good year this year. Michigan obviously has been a lot better Wisconsin sub 500 for crying out loud also but they are playing at home it's only a one-point spread Michigan with 19 wins looking to make it 20 I'll take Michigan at Wisconsin Duke at Georgia Tech Georgia Tech also sub 500 but they're playing at home Duke looking to get their 20th victory they're 19 and 5 I believe and coming off a loss I'm taking Duke. It's only a one-point spread. I'll take Duke to win on the road at Georgia Tech. And one game in the NBA, the Cavaliers are in Boston to take on the Celtics. I don't care new-look Cavaliers, old-look Cavaliers. I don't care who they bring back or who they trade for. Give me Boston to beat the Cavaliers. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. But please, please, please remember now, they are strictly for entertainment purposes only. What do you think, Ryan? You feel good about that? What do you think, 3-0? I'm no longer the kiss of death or what? I, I don't want to hear anybody's grief. I'm going to go 3-0, and I'm, now, I'm never going to miss another game again. By the way, uh, speaking about never missing another game again, coming up next, at the top of the hour, straight out of Vegas, my buddies, R.J. Bell and Steve Colefield, a Vegas perspective, not only on the NFL games, but I'm sure they're going to start doing it on the NBA games, start doing it on baseball, start doing it on college basketball. So coming up at the top of the hour, straight out of Vegas, R.J. Bell, Steve Cofield. You'll definitely want to tune in. It's a great listen and a good show right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, uh, thanks to Raider Ryan. Thanks to Lee Delap for producing the show, though you would never know it because he's been sleeping the whole show. Didn't talk to him once. Thanks to DeSager, uh, whatever he does, uh, did a good job at it, too. So there you go on that, DeSager, uh, with all the updates. Like I told you, straight out of Vegas, we'll see how I do with my picks. Michigan over Wisconsin, Duke over Georgia Tech, and the Celtics uh, to win at home against the new-look Cavaliers that everybody's jumping on the bandwagon, but I am not jumping on the bandwagon. You know, I, I don't buy it. I'm Marty Spanier, and this is Fox Sports Radio.